all aboard the love train. Going left, ooh, or right, oh, straight ahead, oh no, or loop-de-loop, -loop. oh, woo, welcome to FDR. And I am one of your conductors, your love doctor, Susan Block, Dr. Susie, and this is Captain Max, my co-conductor, co-conspirator. Yes. Husband. Husband, yes. Collaborator. Collaborator. Publisher. Publisher. Producer. Producer. And funster. Funster. Yeah, we have fun. Not monster. No, not monster. Funster. You're not cheesy like that. Hello, everybody. So, tonight we are talking about a lot of things, but one of the kind of umbrella subjects is the left and the right, right? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Or left. The question is who is more censor driven? The religious right or the quote-unquote woke left. I don't like that term woke left too much, being a lefty myself, but I'm using it because it is used by the right wing when they're censored by the left. So maybe you could say the Silicon Valley left, the corporate left. Who censors more? I mean, let's start with the right. Well, because one of the most egregious restrictions of free speech, and they don't even like you to use the word ban now, the Republicans, they want you to use restriction. They don't want to say ban, like abortion ban, no, restriction. And free speech, it's a restriction. And it's happening right now in the free state of Florida, right? Which is falling apart. Ron DeSimpleton's <laughs> don't say gay laws, first of all. And then there's this don't talk about slavery as part of our history, where you don't say it was a bad thing. You say it was a way to learn a trade. Oh, yes. Kind of like being an unpaid intern. I'm serious. Have you seen this? Oh, yeah, I've seen this. It's disgraceful. Oh, my God. The man is such a cafone, such an idiota. Is just a, and, and the whole state is falling apart. It is. <clears throat> the insurance companies are leaving. Uh, you know, uh, this guy DeSantis is getting bigger and bigger, fatter and fatter. Nothing wrong with being fat. <laughs> but you no. know what? They just, uh, in Las Vegas or somewhere, they kicked off 26 passengers because there were so many big people wow. that the plane was totally overweight. Yikes. And it couldn't take off. Take off. They need bigger this, planes. This wasn't just one person taking up four seats. Mm. This like was 26 people who apparently were way overweight. And when they calculated everything, they had to dump 26 people from the plane. It's a climate hazard, actually. Yeah. But back to DeSimpleton, Ron. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Even though it has been fully vetted and cleared by all the lawyers, it seems that executives at Paramount and Showtime are censoring, that is canceling. I'm not talking about cancel culture. I'm talking about 
not airing a Vice documentary about Ron DeSatan, DeSantis. I don't like to insult Satan, but you know who I mean. The free state of Florida's gov, who's expanding. <laughs> the free state. <laughs> anyway, they don't want to do a documentary by Vice, our network, on his time as a lawyer at Guantanamo. Torturing. Prisoners. Prisoners. And being in charge of that and yeah. interviewing prisoners and saying, well, what's the worst thing? Because I'm your lawyer and I will help you to make sure that we don't do the things you really can't stand, the things that traumatize you. And once they would confess, he would do those things. Yeah, no, no, well, not him personally, but he would have... The interrogators do those things. Among other things, he's a war criminal then. Oh, yeah. yeah. So they don't want to air that. That's a certain type of censorship that's a collusion of the right wing and the left because probably these executives at Paramount and Showtime, they maybe vote Democratic for the most part. But they are bowing to the right and censoring this vice documentary. Now, I wonder, will Jim Jordan be holding hearings on this act of censorship? Hmm, that's what my editor at Counterpunch, Jeffrey St. Clair, wonders too. And I'm also wondering if they're going to wind up censoring our Vice documentary, which is supposed to air on Vice, August 8th, okay, on phone sex therapy, which is very controversial, and Bonoboville, it's coming soon. You should watch it. So hopefully it's going to happen. So meanwhile, I am banned on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Spotify. And this is by lefty liberals, perhaps trying to kowtow to religious right. But they're not my kind of lefties. These are... I guess, Silicon Valley liberals. These are right-wing lefties. You know, they are, in a way, right-wing lefties. lefties. They are coming about. I'm not sure what it means, but we have to deal with it. And it's very scary. You know, we're moving towards arbitration with IG, right? Oh, yes, we're going to talk about that. We are talking we, about that. Uh, well, we're not, not right now. Sure. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're working with a lawyer from APAG, the Adult Performance Artists Guild, because a friend of ours is in it. We're not even in it, but they're nice enough to represent us to a point, and then we have to pay them. But we are going to go to arbitration if they don't want to give in. So let me, let me just add something to that. The good doctor here has donated a substantial amount of money to our new union. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes, which is the ones that are fighting this. And it's a union that's basically uh, trying to stop the thieves in the boardrooms who steal your content. Steal your content. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and nobody can do anything about it. So we're taking, uh, what is the name of that thing we're taking? <laughs> we are Thank you. going into arbitration with, with Instagram. Instagram. Hello, Instagram. And it's very scary because we could lose. 
but we're you gonna... can always lose, but it's exciting because if we win, it is a big win for us and for content creators everywhere of all kinds. So we're going to drag them to the negotiating table. And the IG lawyer, from what he's saying to the APAG lawyer, and APAG is also a union that we want to give props to, the Adult Performance Artists Guild, and he's agreeing that my account should not have been disabled because I am a therapist. But Metabots get a little confused, and he's not sure that they want to admit their wrongdoing. So they have to be pushed, I guess. And that's what lawyers are for. That's what unions are for. That's what arbitration is for. And it is all a gamble. But you got to take it because otherwise they just walk all over you. And it costs money to fight them. And, uh, you know, we're about as poor as we can get. But not poor enough that we're not going to fight. So we are going to fight. And we'd like you all to join us in the new union that we've created. Well, D's Nuts is ready. He says, IG can suck on D's Nuts. <laughs> so there you have it. Are they big nuts or little nuts? <laughs> Are they almond nuts? We can ask. I'm not sure if they're almonds or Brazil nuts. Doesn't matter. Or coconuts. Now, or those coconuts? are some a big... Nuts. Or Italian nuts or right wing nuts. Right. Well, back to the right left (laughs) choice here, brothers and sisters. And we are going after both because the right wing has a long history of censorship. We're talking about the religious right, of course, going back to before Galileo being censored by the Pope. But the left is now doing quite a bit of censorship and a lot of my lefty friends complain about Twitter and I do too Elon Musk is right wing and I disagree with him and other right wingers about everything except one thing and that's censorship although I do think he is censoring the left but the idea is no censorship or less censorship or more humane censorship you can't have none you have to censor spam and stuff like that but you do need to give warnings and have your guidelines more clear but most social media doesn't do that because they're like lords of fiefdoms and they have no regulation which of course the right wing likes no regulation and the silicon valley left Likes it too. But in any case, Twitter, they say, my lefty friends, is the worst social media. But for me, it's still the best, maybe better than ever, because when you're being punched and kicked by the good guys, the good guys in quotes, and the bad guys offer you a hand, well, you take it. Well, maybe you don't, but I do. And even if they're not giving me a hand because I don't buy the blue tick, well, at least they're not kicking and punching me on Twitter like the liberal meta sites. 
Now, of course, if Elon does ban me, and he could, I mean, I don't want to jinx it, (laughs) but I will change my opinion, and I have a right to do that. After all, how can I like someone that ball gags me? I mean, really, I like a lot of kink, but I don't want to be ball gagged on the internet. And just because I like their other politics doesn't mean... I want them to ball gag me. There are different issues here, folks. And I like different things about different people, about different sides of this conversation. It kind of reminds me a little bit of elementary school, you know, Max? Mm -hmm. When my peers, like the smart Jewish kids, my fellow A students, I know it's hard to believe that a sex maniac like me was an A student, but yeah. And so these people were the ones I expected to be my allies, but they shunned me, they sabotaged me, and I found friendship with the people from the other side of the tracks, the Italians. The Italians. (laughs) You bet. They go to the other side. The C students, but they were good at sports, and actually they were good at sex. They were my original teachers. Not that I actually had sex with them in the beginning, later, But my first sex was with a fellow A student Jewish kid. But they taught me. They gave me instructions. And the girls were the fast girls. And the boys weren't shy about telling me I was hot, even though I was kind of a nerd. And they defended me, these Italians. And they were very conservative and very religious. Very religious. And they defended me to my peers who really were trying to destroy me, terminate me. Just like YouTube has terminated me, disable me, like Meta has disabled me, run by my fellow Jewish A student, Zuck the Cuck. He could have been in my school. He went to Harvard. I went to Yale. And he disabled me with his artificially ignorant jujitsu with two sites, Facebook and IG at the same time. <laughs> you know, people say the bird, Twitter, is unsafe but honestly it has been the safest space for me lately other than call-in but I'm talking about the major social media because I've been banned on all the rest and I've never been banned from Twitter and it could happen and I hope I'm not jinxing it but honestly I kind of feel like the right wing as long as they're not too religious or I guess too caught up to Nazi, they're somewhat more into free speech, or at least equally not into free speech. The liberal left are no better, is what I guess I'm trying to say, the ones that identify that way, because they're really neoliberal. They're really all about their advertisers. That's what they are. They're not true leftists who are more anarchistic. They're more like, we need to please our advertisers, so we got to get rid of you guys. You know, um, kind of interesting because 40 some odd years ago when I was doing my newspapers and they were about sex and politics and those kinds of things, the liberal printers in Los Angeles would not print me. So I had to you go. You got the nice mafia guys. Uh, no, no, actually, who printed? Well, oh, that, the mafia, a Nazi yeah. guy. The Nazi guy wow. in, at Riverside Printing, in Riverside, who actually said nobody's coming in here and telling me what I can print. 
Okay. Wow. And he printed all my magazines. The only time he censored me is when I came out with a magazine called God. <laughs> then all that hell was broke too me. much. But that was a little too much. So, so he called it G. So we called it G. And as soon as it started coming off the press, uh, everybody running the press were, were, were saying, oh, my God. Mm, so the name <laughs> came across anyway. <laughs> right. Right. So, it, But he was a, a total Nazi, German, you know, and not that all Germans are Nazis now. No. Not now. And not that all Nazis allow freedom of speech well, at all. In yeah. fact, quite the opposite. Right, right. All we're saying, I think, is that there are exceptions to rules, and you can't just say, oh, the liberals are better on free speech. They're lately not. And in fact, in back fact, in your day, many, they were many, not. Right. The left is sort of putting on this face of liberalism on social media but they're really doing the most censorship in our commons, in our public square. Even though I am a lefty, but I think the problem is I'm a sexy lefty. I'm a sex-positive socialist, sex therapist with a, a kind of colorful presentation and unorthodox techniques, all right. but all perfectly legal and perfectly ethical but unorthodox. And that combo is somehow unacceptable. Whatever happened to that great liberal Voltaire? I disagree with what you say, but will defend to the death your right to say it. I mean, I don't know about the death, but well, yeah. defend. Yeah. Somebody's going to shoot me. I might chicken out. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we have these Silicon Valley liberals that always have one person from each ethnic group on their board of directors and a few women, and they try to be so politically correct. The right wing calls it woke. I happen not to like that term, even though I sometimes use it as shorthand, mea culpa. But it really should mean that you're alert and awake, not that you're a censor. But lately, the woke people seem to be the biggest censors and it galls me because I identify and agree with so many of their other positions but after all the right wing is still pretty damn bad I mean they are censoring our lives not just our words but also our words right wing school boards all over the country are censoring all kinds of books they de facto censored the Kinsey Institute by cutting off funding. So there is censorship closing in on us from the right and the left. And if you don't care about that, you better start caring about it because that's just the beginning. We have people who want to come uh, into office who want to execute people, who want to do terrible things who want to run the country as a dictatorship. And you think it's bad now, it's going to get worse if we allow this to happen. So, I put the block curse on Mark E. Z., you know, Zuck the Cuck, which is one reason that he's being called Zuck the Cuck more lately. Even Elon took that up, although he did it in a very unpoetic way, saying... Zuck is a cuck. Come on, Elon. You need to have somebody edit your tweets. But why do you think Threads is plummeting in engagement? 
I put the block curse on him. <laughs> the block curse is a little bit shaky. The fact is I put it on that Susan Wojcicki of YouTube and got her fired. I mean, she said she resigned, but we know she was fired. And unfortunately, it didn't get me back on YouTube. I still got to work on that magic, but it does take you down. So watch out, Zuck the cuck. You are cursed. And I got to say, Threads, I don't know, it got a lot of people in the beginning because it captured them. It kind of sucked you in if you were on IG, which I, of course, am not on IG, but I'm kind of lurking and watching and seeing that it is losing engagement galore among real people. Now, among brands, it's doing great. <laughs> You're doing marvelous, darling, among the commercial corporate brands. Talking right? to each other. You got the brands talking to each other, saying, aren't I great? And trying to sound casual like they're humans. It kind of does come from that Supreme Court ruling, Citizens United, where they say corporations are human beings, which gave them all the power because now they can get the politicians in their pockets. But it's also funny how that works out on threads. These corporations trying to sound like they're just people like us. And they hire people to do that. And those people are people like us. But it's not people like us. It's corporate brands communicating with each other and all being positive, but not sex positive, right? With a little promotion. And of course, it's not cynical and toxic like Twitter. Actually, the toxicity is just a little more subtle, right? It says, look at me. I'm better than you. I'm into better brands than you. That's what Threads is all about. A much more subtle form of toxic communication. Not the bad words, not the calling names, not the arguing, which is kind of fun on Twitter. It's a kind of a competition. The kind of toxicity that is just boring, actually. So either they got to change, and maybe they will, and then, of course, I'll have to put a fresh block curse on Zuck the Cuck. But right now, the curse is working its magic. Mm. But life isn't all about magic, which is why we have a union, or we're forming a union. Well, we have it already, actually. On on Facebook, you can go. It's F-A-C-C-U. Um, on Facebook. What does that stand for? It stands for Fight Against Corporate Censorship Union. Unite and you fight. And you fight at the good fight. And it may take some time, but we're going to take them down. We're going to drain the swamp of the censors. We're going to empty the boardrooms of these Nazi censors. That's what's going to happen. It's going to take some time, but they can't take away our ability to speak. Because if they do, then we might all raise our hands and surrender and go to concentration camps. Well, there's degrees, I must say. Well, uh, Arcadia was a concentration camp for Japanese. It was, and now it's a very nice place. (laughs) Now it's a very nice place. Uh, 
with, uh, with a lot of churches on each corner and a massage parlor right next door. Right. So we don't want to go to concentration camps and we don't want to be put in social media concentration camps, banished from the public square. I ain't going there. I'm fighting. We're fighting at least. We're yeah. at least going to be like the Warsaw we're, Ghetto. We're, we're putting our mouth where our ass is. Uh, no, right. we're, our mouth where our, our, the money where our mouth is. And by the way, we're fighting the bonobo way. Peacefully. Without guns, peacefully, yeah. without violence. We are fighting with love and striking with love. And we support the strikers who are out there, all the Hollywood strikers, and who else is striking? A bunch of people. And are we striking. support the unions. Absolutely. We are forming a union. So. So there you go. We got Joe in the caller area. So put yourself into the caller area if you'd like to say what's on your mind, in your heart, or between your legs. And we are talking about the right versus the left in terms of censorship and in terms of sex and politics, socialism. Certainly the right is mostly against socialism, but very obvious about it, whereas the left is a little more subtly against it by supporting all the corporations. You want to talk to Joe? Let's all say right. hi to Joe. Hi, Joe. Hey, greetings. Can you hear me okay? I do. I hear you, and I already know your subject because you always talk about the same thing. <laughs> what is it? Go ahead and tell me. Universalism. That's true. Right. Yeah, and I mean... I'm not going to say I'm always right, but occasionally. No, I, I understand, but I mean, like, if we get, like, broken off into, like, disintegrated, like argument we're not like focusing on like what fdr i agree that's why we invite the right and the left to join our union yeah but i mean like you got to have a defined outline and uh like i was going to say like the reason why i find like um like you look at the sex and suppression the right is not appreciating where they live like if you're in if you're right wing and you've got proclivities that are like into fetishism and like kink you will never find a home in right wingism and most people like just like it or not they have proclivities that will steer them that way like now we're speaking in the micro okay the macro and that's why that's why i swear to god fdr it's universal that is the power and 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 that that is like the overreaching thing but like if we look do an analysis on like where we're at today where we were at in 2016 and you know we're we're i think there are like it's been an ugly fight but when donald trump is this powerful this neck and neck and um you have the base of the democratic party that is into universalism and you you know just like man like you look at like the power of that math but we don't ever follow up with it and but if we take a uh you know just like a uh a stand back look at this and like you look at what is con the controlling features of our politics man it is like it's a for-profit system and 
we're never going to get to where we are through esoteric arguments of like bonoboism and oh, oh, like oh, 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 I got to stop you there. Go ahead. Bonoboism is not an esoteric argument. It's true you got to learn what a bonobo is. But honestly, universalism, you got to learn some things too. Bonoboism is about sharing, which is, I think, what universalism, universalism is about. about. Except we have the example of our cousins, the bonobos. Now, there's a side benefit. Sharing is very much the central theme of bonoboism, but it also adds good sex. It also adds no war. It also adds female empowerment. It also adds male well-being something that's missing from the me too movement that's what i'm right we got to take care of the guys it's a total universalism for bonobos that we can apply to humans yeah because after all they're our cousins and we have so much to learn from non-human animals in general not just bonobos although bonobos may be the best they're the closest and they're the sexiest but all the animals as we can see you know one of the things that the internet is great at is showing us all these fantastic non-human animals and how they do share let's learn something from the ants and the bees and the trees that have internet exactly they communicate and they help each other there's a lot of helping each other not all sure there are some loners in nature but we are not loners we are people that live in groups and there's a lot of other non-human animals including our fellow apes that live in groups and that benefit from sharing yeah benefit in all kinds of ways so sorry i agree with you about so many things joe but not that bonoboism is esoteric Okay, but it, it, it is in the terms of like macro power um, and the like acknowledging of what is like making this, making the wheels turn. Like it's not bonoboism. It is corporate. Well, it's, it's not making the wheels it, no, turn, on, but it on. should. Hear me out. Hear me out. Okay, but it's corporatism and it's raw corporate power. And like we're like, if anything has shown you the politics from 2016. Uh, to 2020, Joe Biden running the show, um, and like we have never been further away. Joe Biden is part of closer to Bill Clinton's, you know, break the New Deal, like break anything FDR stood for, um, and and like and that's like what you're going to be faced with in this 2024. Uh, election and a lot of people are looking at like man that dude's not ready for like prime time and like a vote for Joe Biden is it a vote for Kamala Harris and is it like if you're if you're into bonoboism well who are you going to vote for like um I'll tell you what it, it remains to be seen because mm, like okay. Joe Biden's not going to get me to like where I'm with you like I would love to bonoboism to like really take hold uh but we're not there yet in fact we are really far away from that we gotta get there we gotta push to get there we do i'm with you and you mentioned rfk before and he has disappointed further and further with his rampant zionism coupled with a little taste of anti-semitism it's kind of weird but he's too much for me although i I will grant you he's kind of a peacenik i like that he's not my guy he's not my guy good he's not mine he's not my guy but let me tell you what 
Joe Biden's not my guy either. And uh, at the end of the day, like Joe Biden is not for bonoboism. Okay, let's let's acknowledge that. And as and if and the power of populism, maybe Hunter is though. <laughs> yeah, but after all, Marjorie Taylor Greene showed him doing it like a bonobo right on the floor right, of Congress. Right. I was impressed. If only she had shown that, like, look at this, isn't this fun? But no, she gets all hypocritical about it. After all, she's had extramarital sex herself. She's got a divorce <laughs> yeah. going on. They're so hypocritical, but they yes. all need to understand that sex is one of the best things about humanity. Susan, let me ask you this. Sure. Like, I think that this is what is like super interesting and super relevant about like um, modern politics is like the, old, the age old argument of suppressive sex. And like, it's still suppression. Like yeah. right now, you look at where suppression drives you. If you're a right winger, like, man, it's like shown so many times over. You're more likely to be, you know, just like pick up an AR-15 and express yourself because you, you were suppressed. Exactly. Um, it's what I call amosexual incels. Yes. People, mostly guys, who are so suppressed That's a real thing. that they find their phallic expression, their yes. sexual freedom, which yeah. isn't free at all, in a gun, an AR-15. And they often have no sex. And there's various reasons for that. Sometimes it is an incel philosophy Sometimes it's just no opportunity. Sometimes it's religious. Yeah, you, you sure. Save, yes, definitely. You, you save definitely. it till you marry. Oh, yeah. And you, <laughs> yeah, save it till you marry. Nobody wants the ball cell. <laughs> Everybody wants to go to Vegas, right, guys? <laughs> right. Due to climate change, there's all these right. problems. Now we have COVID, so people are rightly afraid of getting close. And I tell you, they're not having orgies like they used to. I'm even afraid of getting close. But you know what? I, can I interrupt here? Go ahead. Because if you love creatures and you love creatures of, of the earth, the best place to sleep with bed bugs is in Las Vegas, I just read. Yes. Oh, I thought it was Trump's hotel. It <laughs> was probably, but really. Wasn't it that Florida hotel? Oh, the yeah, Cor that was the that Doral. Oh, yeah, they had bed bugs. Yeah, there. major bed <laughs> bugs right, there. Right, right, right. Yeah, you know, capitalism, it breeds bed bugs because <laughs> you don't want to spend too much. You want to give all the money to your shareholders and your CEOs. That's yeah. why we are pro-union, brothers and sisters. This guy Igor from Disney. Bob. Yeah, Bob. Uh, now I forget his real name, <laughs> Iger, but Iger. it's Igor as far as we're concerned. I cry. Yeah. Seventy-six thousand dollars, seventy-six thousand dollars a day, and he is telling the strikers who make less than sixty-seven thousand dollars a year on average. Right. Yeah. Be they, reasonable. Oh yeah, he says be realistic. Oh, realistic. Oh yes. And his realism is not based on them and their humanity. It is based on shareholders and his bonuses and his yachts. You hear that, Orcas? Go after Igor's yachts. Yes, yes. The Get rudders. the rudders. Get the rudders. That's a fact. But I was going to say... Like, or that sea otter could jump on it and ride it like a surfboard and get him out of there. <laughs> yes, but let us please acknowledge that, like, the cards are firmly, like, in... 
they are in control of the cards. They deal it the deck. They, 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 yeah. And I mean, like at the end of the day, like the reformers, that's where the FDR crowd comes from. Like, let's not get lost in like esoteric arguments. Like we've got, got to have like a clear and it's through populism. I agree with all you're that saying, is, Joe, but don't like strength. insinuate against my bonobos no, with I'm those esoteric arguments. The bonobo way is very mainstream. Okay. It attracts the right and the left because everybody wants to get laid. Right. As a therapist, more of yeah. my clients, many more, are right-wingers from the South and the Midwest yes. because they are so repressed and they need to talk about it and they have the yes. same needs and in some ways they're kind of like we were on the cusp of the sexual revolution. They need a sexual revolution in a way more than the jaded Silicon Valley liberals who will never change because they have their little sex parties yeah. and they don't want the little people to do anything but consume chocolate and Viagra yeah. and not yeah. really have a fulfilling bonobo sex life. Susan, I don't disagree. I don't disagree with anything you just said. Good. What I We'll get along. What, wait, wait. But what I am saying is the power of populism will speak for that guy when he has no voice and he is suppressed. And like he's coming to you for sexual therapy lessons. Like that's a micro version of what the macro problem is. Right. The, the macro problem is is the populism and what people want in terms of FDRism is like universalism. And you were right when you said it's Joe. Here he comes. <laughs> universalism. I didn't say thing. it like that. No, you did. <laughs> but I mean, like I'm I'm backing you up. <laughs> I want your world to become realized. But at the end of the day, like we are eating shit um, at a macro level. I beg your pardon. And even with Joe Biden as president, we're hurting. Let me just say something. You, myself, Susan, Abe, we're snowflakes. And when the storm comes, will be a blizzard. It will be a blizzard. And that blizzard is going to blizzard these people off to Mars. We're going to send all the Republicans off to Mars. But we have to join together. But we have to join together. And one of the ways that we stopped, at least I and my friends stopped the Vietnam War, was to talk to my friends and say, no, no, you ain't coming to my house because you're a fucking killer. And they're what? <laughs> what? How do you feel about like the the um, the modern day Ukrainian like offensive and like the collapse in eleven days of Afghanistan and the seven trillion bucks we spent in the Middle East, like from coming from the Vietnam War, like this is super problematic and this is exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. We don't have control of these systems, and this is like a much bigger problem. The reason we have we're blaming them. Let's start blaming them and start blaming us because we ain't doing shit about it. Huh? Because we're all on tiki-taki and doing this and running around. In the meantime, these Chinese kids are studying, these other people, and we're just sitting around having fun. And in the meantime, what's going on? We have a fascist state because we didn't do anything. That's what happened in Italy. That's what happened in Germany. That's what happens in all these states. 
we well, I don't know if that answered Joe's question. No, that was just my... That was just you wanting to say well, that what I you wanna, said. Well, I want to defend... I want to say goodbye to Tony Bennett myself. Uh, oh, say goodbye but, to Tony. Well, but I got to say to Joe, I, I am... Left my heart. Make love, not war. I really am. And you know what? So was Tony Bennett. Yeah, yeah. That is a little-known factoid about Tony Bennett. His music appealed to the right and the left, maybe even more to the right, in a way, especially when... I was coming of age, especially in the Vietnam War. Nobody wanted to listen to Tony Bennett. He was like old-fashioned, like Frank well, Sinatra. Yeah. Silent generation yeah, guy, right. right? He was a silent generation guy. But he was a soldier in World War II. He was very critical of the Army because they separated him from his black friends. They wouldn't let them eat together, and they gave him some sort of bad punishment for eating with his black friend. Jesus. And right. he also felt that to say war was hell is really <laughs> euphemism almost. He says, the main thing I got out of my military service was the realization that I was completely opposed to war, said Tony Bennett. My life experiences, ranging from the Battle of the Bulge to marching with Martin Luther King, made me a lifelong humanist and pacifist and reinforced my belief that violence begets violence and that war is the lowest form of human behavior. Wow. And wow. he knew. He liberated a bunch yeah. of my compadres there, yeah, some Jews yeah, yeah, from yeah. Dachau. He yeah. was in Germany and he saw the fullest extent of yeah. the evils of war. And he said that he was against that and he certainly was all about singing and music and yeah. good food. Italian food was his <laughs> preference because he was Italian and yeah. good sex. He jokes about it in his interviews, but I was looking him up. He talks about sex quite a bit and he was married three times with a lot of affairs and his good. wives have different things to say about him. But his third wife, whose name was Susan. That's my third wife's name, too. There Susan you go. Block. <laughs> right. It was me. But she was 19 and he was 59. Of course, I'm a little <laughs> younger than Max. I'm 11 years younger than Max, but that's a lot younger. 19 <laughs> and 59. That's 40 years younger. Hey, Max. Yes. Max has got plenty of wiener for that, man. Like, Max would show up for that party. Yeah. But you know what? Hey, at the end of the day, like, that, that guy, um, uh, he, he also embodied, like, where the struggle was at like you know clean haircuts and uh. like just you know just like but you gotta kind of tote the war system but you gotta push back if you if you were there like you know just like for all of us who had like my, my grandpa was a uh, tank commander and he fought in the battle of the bulge and oh with, with tony Patton bennett wow yeah, and like just big Patton fan, and uh, but he was racist. It was all get out. It was embarrassing. Yeah. And like, and man, my aunt, like, I had a family that like really just they enjoyed like marrying black people. Ha, and ha, I don't ha. know how things happen in a family and those dynamics that kind of come about. But it's it's the evolution of the way things are gonna be. And um, you bet mixed. We're headed yes. for mixed. That's we the should final, mix. final integration, actually. Right. Billy 
kind of talked about that. And I had an instinct for that when yeah. I was a little Jewish girl liking the Italians better than my fellow Jews. And I married an Italian. No, it's not a total different race, although in a way it was considered that. I married three Jewish girls. There you go. I had a Jewish fetish. Jewish girls are hot. <laughs> There's a sexual desire is about reaching out to the other. It's about not staying inside. Incest is a taboo in most cultures. We could talk about incest. But the fact is that mostly our sex drive is directed towards people that are outsiders. We're attracted by the new, the novel, the different. And we're constantly being suppressed against going towards that. We're constantly being told we should be afraid that other people are bad. We shouldn't join together. And that goes not just for sex, but for unions. It goes for not joining together. It goes for this push against universalism to tie in your theme, Joe, yes. because the idea is, yeah, you should suppress that sex drive that we all have to find out about other people, to say, hey, you're my brother, you're my sister, you're my lover, you're my potential lover. And this is what makes us want to be together. This is what makes us want to share. We don't want to share abstractly. Yes. We want to share because we like each other, because, yeah, we're cool. But instead, our owners, as George Carlin would say, yes. they make us feel afraid. They make us feel xenophobic. They make us feel afraid of the right versus the left. They divide us. Of the foreigners versus the natives. And they insult us day after day. They say we have bad breath, so you have to buy this. Yeah, so you then feel very insecure. Your armpits smell. Speaking of Barbie. Yeah, your vagina smells your dick is to this and that and by the end of the day you're you're a goddamn wreck <laughs> yeah barbie yeah. is an example of that but i'm going to talk about that later but yeah what? tony bennett was very cool because he wasn't that good looking he was okay it's all right kind of charismatic nice schnozzoli schnozzoli that looks you know is that jewish is that italian yeah, is, what right. is that and his music though do you remember this max Sorry, Joe, but I've got to get personal here. His music, Tony Bennett's, when he did the comeback in 91, 92, it was the soundtrack to our falling in love. It was what took us through our first sex and marriage. That was Tony Bennett. That was Tony Bennett, right. Stepping out with my baby. Stepping out, and the lady is a tramp. I oh, mean, I yeah, think that yeah. made you fall in love with oh, me. And that was great. Yeah. At, at Yale, we were at Yale for a reunion, and all these Yaley women come up and go, We know who you are, and they sang The Lady is a Tramp for you. That's yeah. right, they were from Women Rhythm. Women that was rhythm. like my theme song, The Lady is a Tramp, right. And, right. then, and then they came to the studio. I wish California was cold and damp right now. It's so hot. Right. Fly me to the moon, mm. right? And I got you under my skin. I left I my, left heart, my in heart in San Francisco. And many ways, I left my heart in San Francisco when you it became left, too Silicon Valley-like, when it became unaffordable. Isn't I that, loved San isn't Francisco. That, isn't that where you left yep. your boyfriend? Yeah. I left my boyfriend. You bet. It would get San too expensive. Francisco. We had to leave. I lived on Knob Hill. I had this great rent-controlled apartment because capitalism, the capital OC. And I'll say this. It's because of failed political leadership. Um, yeah. 
yeah and and that's like literally where it's at because they're like there is nothing foreign or weird about like what you're proposing and um it's not even nothing, radical <laughs> it's not even radical no and it really isn't it that's the power of universalism yeah and uh but at the end of the day like now the corporatism is truly like what is truly in power and like i don't see a real uh sober acknowledgement of like what's happening like and even even people are busy you know, yes yeah and I so mean, like, the corporatism is creating all the censorship okay, so that you all wanna... you hear are corporate voices and the epitome of that right now is meta's threads it's going, brothers and sisters. We got to get our own social media, like Bonoboville, like Bonoboville. and we We're have trying. to have our own union, yeah. and that is the content. And we can't be non-political, or we're going. What's to the end. name of the union? Content creators <laughs> against corporatism, <laughs> or something like that. It's a we got a real fight, catchy name. Fight here. against corporate censorship. The problem union. is that when you say it, it's fuck you. Twenty twenty. Yeah, but when you say it, it's fuck you. Right, so we gotta think of how to say it. You, you'll be branded as a right winger when you move forward with that initiative. Like, you know, they they will turn against you in like full fashion. Listen, and, uh, one of the advertising that we have is we're gonna drain the sh- the swamp of censors uh, in those boardrooms. Yes. Amen and a women. We're gonna drain the swamp. Yeah, but it has to be through reformism. Uh, because you can't. It has have, to be like, through uh, my voice. For profit. No, no. You it has to. No, no, listen. It has to be through Go your ahead. voice, through my voice, through Pam's voice, through Abe's voice. And we also have Dre and Christopher. Should we put Should them we in? put them well, on? Are they all going to talk I'll at once? I'll leave on this. Okay. okay. I'll leave on this. Black Lives Matters got shut down, and there was more voices than ever. It was and a they got great thing. Down. Black they Lives Matter. Out. They got. They got. They got neutered. And, uh, like, let that serve as an example. Um, they didn't get neutered. They spread They spread people like me. They did. Yeah. And millions of us. A lot of my Trumper clients yeah, of course. got changed That's by Black Lives did. Matter yes, yes. because it was so sexy. Same. They liked the sexuality of it. The and all great things must come to an end. Of it. Yeah. But and no, I'm not talking about what you won't allow in a small town, Jason Aldean. <laughs> I'm not talking about the violence, which I totally disapprove of. I'm talking about the people coming out and standing up for other people. That's really for our right about. to live without police violence yeah. and our right to universalism. If you don't do it yourself, do it for me. And bonoboism. And other people. They work together. Yeah. Right. Right. We work together. Freedom is ours. It's not the right wings. And we're going to do it to a Tony Bennett soundtrack. You know, he marched from Selma to Montgomery for civil rights with Dr. Martin Luther King and Harry Belafonte and Sammy Davis Jr. in 1965. You know, we used to all love Kennedy's son many years ago. We loved the little kid. Look what's happened to him. 
Kennedy's son, you mean Robert Kennedy, Robert, yeah, because yeah. John Kennedy's son, yeah, yeah. of course, was killed. And now yeah. we have Robert Kennedy Jr. Yeah, yeah, he's a disappointment, I gotta say. I was at the ambassador when his father was assassinated. Yeah, his father was kind of a rabid pro-Israel guy at the time. At the time. But a lot of us were at the time. We didn't know what was really going on, and now we do. So there's no excuse, RFK Jr., now we know that Zionism is apartheid, and as good Jews or supporters of Jews, we should disapprove of that. So, do you remember I did an interpretive striptease of Tony Bennett in the beginning of our love affair, Max? Okay. Do you remember that? I kind of I did do, this yeah. whole Tony Bennett album. I oh. took my clothes off in front of you. I danced around. I have a tape of that somewhere. Yikes. You don't remember. I do, I do. And then we had hot sex. And then we had, I remember that. To Tony Bennett. I remember that. Unusually hot sex. Unusually hot sex. Because it was like this dance of the seven veils. Well, I didn't get your head on a plate, but I did get your heart. I don't want anyone out there thinking that I'm some guy that's running around chasing his dick who's chasing someone. No, I'm chasing you. I'm very shy, actually. That's why I chase you. Right? But you shaved and you brought your cheek right over to me to kiss. That's because it's you and I have yes. smooth cheeks right well, now. Well, it's me. That's yes. enough for you to chase your girl. And then girl. I get kisses on each one. You sure it's do. It's like being in Toulouse, France, two on each side. Each time you see a friend, you kiss them two times on each side. Yeah. Which is a wonderful It's a wonderful thing, sort of. But now with COVID, it's not such a wonderful thing. I don't want to be kissing people. I don't know. Well, you know, I mean, okay. I mean, you don't have to. I'm just saying I'm sure there's still But I that. agree. It is a wonderful thing, and I mourn it's a thing the of touch and love and caring. Vanishing of touch and kissing and hugging. It's going to be outlawed pretty soon. Although I have had a few hot parties, but we tested people for COVID. I got a hot wife, let me tell you. You do. <laughs> Come in, folks. Good evening, and thank you for joining us. And I think we have Christopher here. Yes, I am here. Good okay. evening. Good evening. I love my heart in San Francisco. Oh. Believe it or not, I actually sang that uh, last night at this place. At I believe Rush it. Culture. In Teaneck. I actually posted a video on Twitter a little bit of it earlier. Oh. I was thinking you were going to sing I, us some Tony Bennett. Really? Yes. He was great. So, let me tell you, Tony Bennett, like me, had a lot in common. You were talking really well about the fight against injustice. Yeah. And like Tony, but I'm going to tell you a really cool story about Tony. He came to, his son lives in my home state and in my home city. And they bought out that old train station. And it used to be Bennett Studios. This was the first thing that came into our city where they were recording their album, actually, there. Oh. And they even worked on the fiber optic cables and other stuff at the what's now the Bergen Pack, which was originally the John Harms Theater. So, oh. in a sense, he brought a little bit of... Tony Bennett brought not only music and arts back to our theaters, he brought life for the young children to know about music and art and dance, and he was a big, staunch supporter of that. But like him, I too feel the sense of pride that he really stood up for the voiceless. He, he stood up for the voiceless. And 
if you... I can, I think if anything, we learn from him tonight, being gone. We do. He was 96 years old. Now is the time to be a voice. Now is the time to be a voice. And I think to learn, because tonight's subject is who's worse, the right or the left. And you could make a case, I make a case, that the right is much worse. However, I also am inspired by Tony Bennett, who appealed to both the right and the left. And it's interesting to look on Twitter at how both the right and the left try to claim him as a great symbol of their philosophy. We're very much all the same. We've been brainwashed all together. And we have these ideas that we think we're different. But we're not much different. We're not. At all. We ain't different at all. Yeah. We're all human beings. We and are. It isn't because of our colored skin, but the content of character. That's well, what's so important. But that's and what's misinterpreted by various people to mean like no affirmative action. Yeah, we lost affirmative action, which I think was a great program. And we've lost a lot by this Supreme Court, which is quite right wing and censors us. My greatest fear, Dr. Blav, is that my rights as a person with special needs could be next. Yes. And I'm afraid oh, that it, if that happens, may, may, there, there's going to be a very serious battle, a very serious line that's going to be crossed. And I do, there's going to be a serious anger among the people with special needs. And that I cannot allow to happen for our voices to be silenced. Well, and that's true. And people with special needs always have superpowers yes you always have something else that you maybe do a little better or a little more than yeah. other people and that other people don't have right <laughs> and so you're disabled in some way and like i'm disabled by zuck he's disabled my accounts but that gives me the superpower of playing the victim. No, mm -hmm. it gives me the superpower of forming a union so listen, of content creators. We, we, got a, we, exactly. we got a union. You got to you got to go to Facebook and join. Not only that, but I heard that you um, now you joined Podbean. I heard. I'm on Podbean. Yeah, I've been. So did my mother. My mother is starting a new podcast. Your mother actually uh, called. All right. With I saw that. Yes. Spirit of Grace. Yes, it's her. It was her first pilot. We're going to be creating more of the light, how she gave, struggled with me being born with autism, but she had to fight ah, very hard. that's a so great show. Will, so keep, I will send you all the links. Yes, you, oh, I think, I think my mother will be pleased, but I hope you got a chance to listen to the pilot a little bit. I haven't yet, but I will. Yes, she had actually wrote a poem at the time, but she's going to do more. But I will tell you this, I encourage everyone. Please take a page from Tony's playbook. Take a page for you for to help our friend Dr. Block. Oh, thank our you. friend, our hero, <laughs> the Dean of Lust and Love. Go to the change.org website. Sign that petition. Tell your friends Dr. Block is an innocent victim of these fools who are destroying the freedoms that we hold dear, especially the freedom of lust and love and so much more. And I ask you all, please, honor Tony's legacy. Listen to his music. Find the message of love in there. Find the message of hope in there. Find the message of his story that he can triumph over any adversary as long as we have the power to never give up. 
that is now why I encourage everyone on FDR Radio, please Stand help up. our friend. Because we will be more than a blizzard. We will be a typhoon beyond a typhoon. I need a typhoon. That's what I need. Thank you, Chris. Thank you so much for your words of support and for your eloquence and your passion. And if you want to be on our board uh, of advisors. You uh, can do that. You can do that for the union. That would be wonderful. But we have to take some other people that are waiting. We have a whole bunch of people. Stick around. But we love talking to you. Congratulations to Grace, your mom. So we have Dre, and we also have, oh no, Be Love and DeLive are, Be Love and DeLive, isn't that funny? It's Be Live and DeLove are in the listener area. We just thought they were speakers, but the speaker is Dre. Hi, Dre. Hi, Dre. Hello, can you hear me? Yes. Yes, we can hear you. Oh, okay. What do you, uh, what do you want to, say, to tell us? Um, uh, what do you want to say? Well, you guys say something because everybody needs to start standing up for the rights, freedom of speech, their act of getting some answers from someone and a transparency, um, the whole FOIA Act, um, getting information from these people is like pulling teeth. Like, they do not want to give it up. But yet they want to get all your information. That's right. They don't want to give information. They only so, want to get it. Yeah, they, they are thieves. They are out, yeah. down and outright legalized thieves. It's like police are thugs with a badge and they're allowed to do what they do. Unless, unless each one of us says no. And in Silicon Valley, the cops are bots. Oh, yeah, a lot of bots, cops. Wait, Cop bots. Yeah, wait till these guys start getting into firefights. Mm. <laughs> better stay out of the crossfire. Um, I left my heart in Might San Francisco. Might not be very easy to do that. <laughs> but I ain't going back up there. You betcha, Dre. And it's not an aphrodisiac, all this stuff that's going on, you know? No, but... The the thing is, uh, I mean, is it a turn on? Not really. War what? can be, but not for the most part. I think part. what's a turn on is to defeat this kind of philosophy that exploits and kills millions of people around the world. All well, of the course, time. to defeat it in our name. But how about until we do? Well, what is we it? Talk. Is it we, hope we that ta- turns us on? No, no, no. We talk. A vibrator? That's a, that's a, oh, that's not bad. We talk. Right? We talk. We talk and that's we talk and we talk and we talk. That's what we're doing on this show. That's we right. used to have orgies, but now we just talk. I, I did not have orgies. I okay. did. You, you were there. I, not, I was there, but, you know, I was busy. Yeah. But then <laughs> you'd always have great sex afterwards with the orgy queen. Yeah, that was always fun. Uh, mm-hmm. The love is calling. Okay, so Dre, did you have a question, or you made a very wise statement there? Oh no, I just wanted to say uh, more people need to start speaking up. And you should speak that. out. That was it's a good really thing. it's really that yeah. simple. I mean, if you don't talk to people and say what what the fuck are you talking about? Right. What are you, nuts? And it's very true what you say that 
these Silicon Valley fiefdoms, these lords of their internet manners, they love to take information from us, but, but they don't give it when we need it. Like, why'd you disable me? What's going on? They won't tell me. Well, and they don't want to give they, information no, to the government. They don't want to give I think any information a, up unless you pay a lot of money. And I think they have certain rules about how many members you have. And are those members advertising with you, which they share? Yeah, one thing is I got you know, censored, disabled. As soon as I got a congratulation note, it was two days later, two days from later. Facebook saying, you've surpassed 10,000 followers. Congratulations. You need to use two-step verification now, which I did. And then they disabled me. So it's pretty nefarious. And this is why we're forming a union of content creators. So, we know some content creators that are waiting in the caller area. Okay. So, Dre, stick around. Maybe we'll talk later. But we're mm -hmm. going to talk to Be the Love Light in your heart. <sighs> Hi. <laughs> There's some content right there that you're creating. Uh, you need to uh -huh. join the union and unite like uh, penis and vagina, like two penises together or two vaginas together, like yeah. anything, uniting. <laughs> sex we is union. What is union but sex? Depends if you have hemorrhoids. Well, <laughs> you don't have to go through the back door of well, this I'm union. I'm just saying. <laughs> There's lots of ways to go besides your back door, sweetie. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> Hi, guys. Hi. All combos count. You know, it's all a, it's combos a, count. It's the, yeah, that's, you got to unionize it all because they all they all matter. Uh, all we believe matter. that. If this is the first time you're listening and, and you haven't met our friends, this is Be Live, Chef Be Live, Chef Be Live, or other names people call them. Da uh, Love, <laughs> Danielle Watts. Danielle Watts. <laughs> yeah. Actress extraordinaire. The famous Danielle Watts. Right? Oh, yeah, very. Yeah. Right. So. She used an alias so that, you know, she won't trade on her fame. So she's to love here. I wouldn't want to do that. Uh, right. And, and, to, and together we make... Together we make Be the Love Live Light. I know. I find that to be a tongue twister. I tried it earlier. I think I twisted it more than tongued it. Yeah, you, you, did, you did a really good job. You left out the live part. That's okay. Fine. Well, you're live. Any combo, Be the Love Light. Yeah, any, any combo counts. You are live now. How's it going? Ah, it's good to be live and re received in such a... Ah... Mm. Just uplifting way. We've been in the trenches up here in Sonoma Ooh. County of Glen Ellen. Of the of our uh, great work as Bonobo uh, <laughs> traveling ambassadors, <laughs> uh, educators. Wow. Yeah. Yes, yes. And like on, we ended up on a pretty sim, 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 pretty deserted mountain property where Jack London used to have a hunting lodge and. The Nicolini wine family had their, they during the bootlegging times they had their like bootlegging like wine cellar. It's a really rustic like yeah. place with 
all these billionaire millionaire houses around us but like on the top of this mountain that's like really pristine but super like wow like we're helping reclaim it. Well, we were invited there because, you know, we were living in our car, doing our best to create content from our vehicle. Oh, really. I hope so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, always. Content. Oh, yeah. yeah. You are content creators. Really fun. You should be in our union. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. we would be... We'd love to hear all about it. We, uh, I'm sure you talked all about it. We just yeah, dropped we in about, about 10 well, minutes. Well, we didn't really talk that much about, about it. But you can find it on Facebook, We're too. just creating it as content ah. creators. We are also union creators. So we are just creating this union out of necessity and out of inspiration. Fran Drescher is inspiring us with her representation of SAG-AFTRA and the WGA. They're all inspirational against these fat cats that are so greedy. Yeah, and we're taking them to arbitration. Well, yes, IG. Yeah. We're taking, we're taking them to IG arbitration. to arbit arbit arbitration. I've been smoking stuff. <laughs> Moon rocks. Or uh, anyway, uh, uh, so uh, yeah, so great to have you here. Arbitration. How does that? What is that? that well, because like they've you? disabled me. Yeah, they disabled. Although Susan. I support people with disabilities, it is Disability Pride Month, so I have pride in my disability. But I don't want to be disabled by somebody some corporate overlord silicone valley and we don't want to accept it but yeah. right right so i gotta take them to arbitration because they don't want to admit that they're wrong wow yeah even though they are and so we have to see how it goes but we got to try our best we're not going to give it up without a fight yeah seeing you lead that feels like really tremendously like empowering i mean i i I'm pretty convinced that we're shadow banned pretty much across, like, they, we've... Yes. We, oh, I'm sure. Really. I'm sure you are. Really. We don't, we don't have any, con like, so wow. it went from, like, us and this That's huge That's why we found ourselves on the, at Jack London's old hunting lodge, you know. He was shadow banned for a time in his time. He yep. was con... Right. He was. And it's done by the right and the left. And I've been very aware of right-wing censorship all my life which is based in religion often. But I don't even want to call it left-wing because it's some sort of perversion of left-wing. Although I guess open-minded yep. oh. religious people might say the religious right has perverted that. But I feel that the left has been perverted by corporatism. And so there's this corporate, corporate. left, yep. so to speak, yep. that generally supports Democrats. And I guess when push comes to shove and we're down to the lesser of two evils, I generally support Democrats. Although I will give three cheers and a bonobo beard to whoever's charging Donald J. Trump with racketeering because that is the that. best charge for him. I mean, the Stormy Daniels thing, I can't really get too excited about blaming him for having some sex and wanting to cover it up. Basically, that's what Clinton did. And the documents in your bathroom. I got documents in my bathroom, but not nuclear secrets. That's true. I don't believe in any nukes, okay? So I'm not sure if I get behind that. And I don't like the espionage charge because 
Julian Assange is charged with espionage. And I think it's a charge that sucks because Eugene Debs, who was the leader of the workers back in the day, he was charged with espionage and he ran for president. And I'm a big fan of Eugene Debs. So I don't like that. But I love racketeering. Yeah. The Sopranos. Yeah. Trump. It works. Yeah. It's true. And he's looking more and more like that. I know you guys, well, you're neutral about Trump. Well, I'm so glad that I, no, I'm, we're, we're, we're always quite like Tony Bennett, very much in the middle of right. all of it. And we I respect that. In love. And, uh, and, you know, I do love the fact that I got to become Donald Trump and get splashed by right. the love and, uh, and uh, um, who was a... In a transcendent... Yeah, in a transcendent... Perform- and me and Gypsy, yeah, was a, we splashed Gypsy, you. Yep, yeah. yep. Right, remember Gypsy? That was, that, I got to play Donald Trump a couple times and, and get like, you know, so it was fun being in the middle of that with all of you. That was the, <laughs> the old days. That was the old days when we were trying to satirize the Trump situation. But we have, we have the Vice, the Vice thing. Oh, the Vice out. thing, yes. Oh, well, yeah. you were here, of course. Yeah. Our Bonoboville reunion. Yeah. Again, they have come up with another date. You know, Vice went bankrupt, and now it's been saved like Jesus by George Soros. By George. And it's such a cliche, you know, we're saved by George Soros. Just like the right wing would say, it's true. Yeah. So now we're supposed to come out August 8th, and you guys are in it. Woo. And as far as Woo. I'm concerned, you're stars of my life. Aww. You certainly are. And my life is a little bit different now. It's very disembodied in many ways, but somewhat bodied. Certainly bodied when you guys came out here, and I loved it. But for the most part, I'm uh, doing radio and having fun. And so, therefore, social media is more important. It is the public square for me and so many other people. So how dare you disable it? Shadow banning is bad enough. Believe me, I'm shadow banned everywhere. But at least you can be there and people can find you if they look. It's true you don't get boosted. You get de-boosted. But you're there. What happens to you? When you're shadow banned. Yeah. Which be the love light live. Did I get that right? (laughs) (laughs) Almost. Be the love live light. (laughs) They are shadow banned. What is that? They're following you around? Because they're sex positive. They're not even that political, although they're a little anarchistic, I guess you could say. Uh And pro-love. And they are suspect, I'm sure, by these powers that be that want you to fit into their idea of positivity, which should not include sex positivity. Oh, no. It's like the sexiest you should be is Kardashian sex, where you, like, show a lot of ass cheek, but not crack. Actually, uh, Janelle Monae is now showing ass crack. (laughs) They let you show it if you got enough money. I guess it comes down to the money. It sounds like a brand, ass crack. Ass crack could be a brand. Yeah, ass crack. Or or a band, or a band. Or a band, yes. A political party, the ass crack party. The band, band. 
See, they'd be banned, <laughs> so they'd be the banned band. Band, yeah, that's good. That's a good. Right. Right. Wow. So we're glad you could join in on us in celebrating Tony Bennett. Yeah. Because he was the soundtrack to our love affair as it started, as it bloomed. He made everything okay. He really did. He's very romantic. Fly me to the moon. Most people know him now from singing with Lady Gaga, where he's great. It's true. And she's great, too. And Amy Winehouse. He sang with Amy Winehouse. And she had a whole breakdown in the middle of their recording. And he talked her through it. He was like a therapist. He was fantastic letting her know that she could sing. It was almost like he was having a kind of sex with his co-stars. Sure, that's sex. That kind of singing. That that could give you something. A something, right. <laughs> you could get and he some, wore baggy pants, so could feel some funny things going on. I think he did. Yeah, it's a sign. And I think his lady yes. singers did also. What do you think, Janelle? Janelle. <laughs> <laughs> I just called you Janelle. I'm not even sure which of you I called Janelle. Well, you know, there's so many different manifestations of my personality, but Danielle is Danielle is close to Janelle, okay, but I was thinking of Be Live, but Danielle. I I was Miss January in a play that ran for like six months, and it's the same idea, the god of doors, Janice, Janelle. January, Danielle is Janelle. (laughs) There you go. And Janelle called me tonight. And John Clark, you remember John Clark? I don't know if you yeah. do, but he was oh, my yeah, former yeah. producer, and Janelle <laughs> was my assistant, and they kind of fell in love for one night, I guess. And but they had Derek, it was the their baby. son, the baby, the who's baby. 28 oh, yeah. years old when he came to Bonoboville, and he's a great guy, and you met him, and so John just passed away. Uh, R.I.P. Oh, oh yes. wow! Yes. At the age of ninety, you know, him and Tony Bennett. Yeah, and he, yeah. Di- he died with a heart on. Wow! He had a, piece, a permanent yeah, heart on. Yeah, he had a permanent heart on. They they in, uh, they in, uh, put in inserted some metal, a, a steel penis, right inside of his penis. He's always walking around with this. The hammer. <laughs> yeah, and his wasn't caused by singing. No, it no. was just there. Yeah. And he always wanted you to take a feel. Yeah, <laughs> I always remember. No, no. I remember taking a picture with him. Yeah, yeah. he had that. Sweet. Yeah, that hard on. But yeah, he was kind of <laughs> sweet. He was charming. He was part of my life. He <laughs> came in to support my show when it was on real radio, and the LA Weekly couldn't afford it. So they were my first sponsors. And then he came in to produce it. Wow. And they were still actually a sponsor. They advertised, but they weren't producing it anymore. He was for a while. So that was when we met Janelle and we were all over the place. We were called date night with Susan Block because I had not gotten my doctorate yet. I was working on it. it was in the late 80s. John Clark, R.I.P., another guy from that generation. 
they're going. Yeah, I, I saw that. And, and so are we. Yeah, I, I didn't know that Tony died, died though. I, that's something new. I, like, we, we've been on a mountain. Yeah, yeah. Like with no... Right. Doesn't Wait, matter. But, I'm your news. To, yeah, wow. you really are. Our, Breaking both. news with Dr. Susie. You really <laughs> are. You are where we get our news from these days. And a lot of it. Make sure you pass that along to whoever... Let YouTube know that. Yeah, let YouTube. I am where these people get their news. Yeah. Amen and a women. Well, I'm curious with them with all this extra time, your accounts being disabled. Are you and Max having extra creative time? Does it get kinkier around there? No, it just gets, <laughs> just gets busier. <laughs> it's not like it frees up time. No. I wish if you want to fight it, it causes you to have to spend time fighting it, talking to lawyers, oh, yeah, writing yeah. out what you do, what telephone sex therapy is what you are as a therapist how you're not an escort yeah how you don't practice sex work even though you are a supportive of sex yeah. workers but those and yet of course in a broad definition i consider all therapists to be sex workers hey listen actresses and actors are sex workers absolutely we're all kind of influencing and helping or hindering which therapists the other side of the word therapist is the rapist and we're all yeah. helping yeah. or hindering people's sexual yeah. lives it's just that people like me are you could say hired or spoken to privately in a certain situation where we have techniques that we use but certainly actors and actresses are sex workers you know the big movie out right now in the dr susie breaking news there's two of them and danielle you could maybe know something about this i don't know but one is barbie and the other is oppenheimer and so they're calling it barbenheimer cute <laughs> right so they show a pink puff of smoke okay one of them is about the barbie doll and the other is about the pink puff of smoke that wasn't pink more orange and that was you know destroyed hiroshima and nagasaki who is watching this stuff okay oppenheimer well who's watching this stuff people on twitter and threads even i saw and I guess I can't go on the rest. But you know who's watching this stuff, honestly? The influencers. And they're writing about it. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah they, so they're getting paid. The, the film reviewers yeah, are yeah, going yeah. and watching it. And they say that they're supporting the strike, the actors. But I keep seeing videos of them supporting these movies. So are they supporting the strike or are they supporting the movies? I don't know. But... In any case, yeah, Barbenheimer is happening. And you'd think that the big shocking thing that everybody would be talking about when they talk about Oppenheimer would be, wow, that big blast, the atomic bomb that can now at this point destroy the world. But no, what is the big blowout but Florence Pugh's tits? Ah. Florence Pugh is mm. topless in at least, I think, two scenes, a sex scene in Oppenheimer. And mm. that is the most explosive thing about Oppenheimer right now, are her boobs. Because people are so starved for sex. 
they can't even pay attention to what the movie's about because she goes topless and god bless them for letting her go topless because obviously barbie nobody shows nipples or genitals because these are dolls <laughs> right well florence Pugh was uh was one of those people that popped up on my free the nipple search when i was looking yes. to see what celebrities yes. was talking because no no celebrities were speaking out about facebook potentially changing their policy so she was one person who came up but she wasn't that vocal but i was happy that she was at least advocating for the, this idea that women's chests shouldn't inherently be shameful the way that men's chests aren't inherently shameful right. in america and that we set that that standard for the world that we agree that men and women should both have chests worthy of sunlight and fresh air you know i i i'm i'm really taking it more on like this kind of human liberties level of of like the, the the female body having access to information how do we expect to raise a generation of human beings who have access to information if like the native americans we don't have a sense of what it's like to be alive with the earth you know with the elements of the sun and the right. water and the air on our breast on our on our chest where we receive a lot of information sent sensory information and we've been denying women that information publicly ta for the taboo of it all of that you know because we we're ashamed collectively even women you know we're ashamed but i'm i'm really happy that that a movie that ostensibly isn't about uh breasts is that breasts have become the topic because that is the antidote as yeah. as be live and i learned while we were living or you know while we were communing so much with you guys and going to weekly shows and educating ourselves the only antidote that we have to all this these wars when you really break it down on a human level is is a is a wife able to prevent her husband from being so bored that he can't use his imagination for things other than you know creating beautiful things with her and that's kind of the idea is that you you help translate it to how a wife and a husband can use their imaginations or even just partners you know may a uh, polarity polar energies masculine and feminine energies can use their energy to imagine more beauty together more love more pleasure well, that's more, a basic sharing you know sing it sister yeah. danielle <laughs> the bonobo way uh -huh. <laughs> that is the bonobo way you had to live it for survival and yes i appreciate Florence Pugh and she is kind of a supporter of toplessness there's quite a few nipples poking through tops out there and I love it I just think it's funny that they make this movie that's so serious and everybody talks about how serious it is in the beginning when they're promoting it and then once it hits and actual people see it all they can talk about the most explosive thing in Oppenheimer is the boobies, yay! Oh, they weren't so dead. we need to see boobies. It just shows that's what people really like seeing. We don't really need to see all this other stuff, really. They show breasts. Breasts are healing, yes. I mean, they show them, right? Yes, they yeah. show them. I haven't seen it. <laughs> with I haven't the, seen Barbie either. With the nipple. But I'm pretty sure they don't show any of that. Yeah, but the breasts do. They still have a nipple, or is that? Bad? Oh yes, on Florence. Yes, yeah. I'm not sure about Barbie though. Whether Ken even has a nipple, because he doesn't on the doll. I think it would be funny on the movie if they played. In, uh, who knows? Probably not, but because uh, it would be funny if they played into that at one scene. They. You see Barbie and Ken naked, but they have no body, they have no part. You know, we right, almost I don't saw, know, maybe. 
the film. We almost saw it, and then we almost. we were we were trying to decide if we're going to live in this new communal situation. And we thought either we see the film or we go to this new communal meeting for our p potential communal living situation. And we thought, well. We better just go to the meeting and see whatever conflict arise in the Barbie film. I'm sure <laughs> would be would be more we'd be spend our time better in real life conflict. You know, trying to work through that. And we also noticed we also knew that like when we had this conversation today about if we should be there or not because there's like it's a really polarizing there's like this duality choice of us being there or not. Yeah, it's like we girls knew, versus like, boys like, in that too. Like light, right yeah, versus yeah. left. It's kind yeah, of crazy. But it's like that. it's like boy it's like boys versus girl to love. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's a like, misinterpretation of Yeah, we're like we need to like talk with Dr. Susie and Max tonight. Well, <laughs> it's, I'm glad we caught you, you know, because we're on this mountain where I'm like the only someone told me that I'm the only goddess energy there and and Ooh. there's all well. of these men, they're working, they're trying to weed whack the mountain for fire Ooh. safety, Sexy. you know. So maybe you could have a gangbang. The weed whack. <laughs> You sure they're so just, they're just <laughs> How about just fantasizing about the gangbang no, with the uh, weed whackers? Exactly. The weed whackers. I wish they all. I, could yeah. Whack your weeds. Exactly. <laughs> they all need to listen to this and, and, and take a lot more pleasure in their weed whacking. I, I don't think, know. You know. I don't really. know if I should encourage the gangbang. <laughs> but we're all consenting adults. Well, I we got to go. You called late in the show. Fantasizing about all of this, Dr. Susie. Whatever you, everything you're doing for for your generation and for all generations, just to think a little kinkier and laugh a little more at the the pleasurable possibilities. Laugh a lot of, of communal <laughs> interactions. There's laughter some... is a mental orgasm. Oh, mm. Yeah, laugh a lot. I love that, Max. We were singing your praises, you know, recently. We did a little recording of our. Hold on, let me record that. <laughs> His praise, as opposed to mine, it sounds yeah, like. Right, as opposed to you, you have your own praises. I have my own Th praises. These are praises for me. Wait a second, don't we share praises? Is there some well, sort of prenuptial agreement about praise? Well, first I have to hear them and see. <laughs> we always sing yours, Dr. praises to both of you. Oh, they always sing my praises. Oh, thank you. Is what they said in a kind of broken up way. I, I didn't hear about my praises. And they but only that's sing right. about your praises every once in a while. Right. My uh, praises are a given. You can call next week and pray, like praise me. Saturday night services, but your praises are, you know, special holidays. Good night. Okay. Good, good night. Bye. We gotta save nine ten WeHo. Nine ten WeHo might be going out of business. They are our friends, 910 WeHo, folks. So please, if you're in the WeHo area, then you should check it out before it closes. 910 WeHo is on, what is it, on La Cienega? On La Cienega. Right, yeah. 910 La Cienega in West Hollywood, which is where I lived when I first came to That's L.A. Right. Well, not first. I first lived in Silver Lake. Yeah. But then West Hollywood. West yeah. Hollywood, when you lived in the high rise and the owner used to come and pee in the bed. Oh, right, that one. That yeah, freaked that, me that, out. That's crazy. Yeah, wow. But that was a really fancy high rise that I lived in then. And <laughs> he didn't pee in my bed. He peed in my roommate's bed. Oh, and you're Because he liked her better, of which I was very grateful. So. <laughs> Let me pee on your bed. 
I wanted to say thank you to Frank Moore for, well, Frank Moore passed away, yes. actually much longer ago than Tony Bennett and John Clark. But actually his friends, Linda and Mikey, are keeping his spirit alive. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. they have posted our poster, the one that you made, about my being banned on so many different oh, wow. forums, okay. including Reddit platforms, they say, but they're forums for yeah, people yeah. to speak. And these are the public squares that I'm being banned because of what? I'm not sure, because maybe I could be a sex worker, I guess, even though I am a therapist and a double PhD. Just the but idea that you promote the, the healing powers of sexuality. Yes. And so Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, and I forgot, Reddit. Reddit. Also, Reddit a longer time ago. And I don't understand Reddit anyway. So, But anyway, they say these corporations are not conservative Republican organizations. They are Silicon Valley liberal no, organizations. Right. These are the people who rallied in support of the rights of the neo-Nazis to march in Skokie in the 1970s when they so Skokie, freely yeah. and easily censor what used to be considered free speech covered by the First Amendment and the liberal half of the country supports it. Who is going to support the work that we do that involves nudity, human intimacy, or sexual content? The work we do is more dangerous than misinformation. By dangerous, they're putting that in kind of quotes. By promoting human interaction and physical contact, we undermine their ability to control us. In freedom, Linda, Mikey, and Frank Moore. Yes, we do undermine it. And we have to do that. And it's not right of them to silence us for that. We have to fight for our rights to the public square or we die. So this dude, what is his name? His name is Paul. He writes, hello, Max. Thank you for this update. Okay. Because you made the banner, and it's on your Facebook page. Oh, okay. I but he writes it to Linda and Mikey and the Frank Moore people. Oh, 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 oh. Thank you for this update. I am so sorry to hear and angry to know that Susan Block is being censored, of all people. <laughs> I remember the Nazi march in Skokie, I Illinois. It was yeah. mostly a Jewish suburb just outside of Chicago at the time I was living in Rogers Park, just four miles away. If I am recalling correctly, it was over 40 years ago. Skokie allowed the Nazi rally, but encouraged everyone to stay as far away as possible. The rally was meant to be an intimidation tactic, and it scared many, but it ultimately failed, as no one attended, and the Nazis never returned. <laughs> that was long ago. I may be misremembering, and history may have recorded differently. Max, if you are in contact with Susan Block... Susan Block, wait a minute. Please let her know. I, I, I stand in solidarity with her. Heaps of hugs all around, Paul. And then I thanked Paul a lot, because the hugs do help a lot, yes. And the anger, after being unceremoniously kicked out of all of these digital communities it does make me feel better to know that you are in solidarity and will join our union 
Everyone should. Because you know, as Chris said free. so wisely, if this is happening to you and it's happening to them, next it will happen to me. Right? It's and that's to, what that yeah. guy said. He was a priest of some sort, yeah. a minister in Germany. He said first they came yeah, for the communists. Yes. And by the way, Florence Pugh plays a communist in Oppenheimer. So it's doubly great that she shows her boobies because she's a communist. And the communists had a lot of faults, the ones in Russia, but very many. But they weren't really totally against nudity. No, they kind of supported it. It was healthy. It was healthy. And you, you know what? Run, it run. is healthy. Yeah, you could run around the in East the Germans, snow. Yeah. And yeah. actually the fascists too. It's actually a liberal thing to cover up in a way. You cover up so that you buy clothes and that you buy a way to take off those clothes, that you buy everything. It's sort of this Madison Avenue thing to put the clothes on you and make you feel ashamed, like you say, of how you smell and how you You look. look. So you have to buy things, so you have to consume. Well, brothers and sisters, we are the anti-consumers. And we can keep consuming, but consume as little as possible. Right. You know. Try to leave a life footprint. Right. (laughs) From the capital of scene as we walk through the snow and mainly through the (laughs) desert sands. Right now it's so hot in LA. To the bonobo scene. Yes, bonoboism. That means make love, not war. Make kink, not war. And it means female empowerment and male well-being. None of this dividing that I hear Barbie does to say, when the females are in charge, everything's better. No, the females might be in charge, but they need the males right up there, helping out. Right up there, not down below. Maybe if you like it in a kinky way, yes, down below, sure. But ultimately, we are human beings, all of us, male, female, and everything in between. And we're not dolls, we're not bots, I hope. We're not on our way to that. That's one thing that kind of bothers me about Barbie. It's making humans more AI. I like us humans. So I like that Florence Pugh's titties are out there. I like that everybody's titties are out there. I am not even barely putting my titties out there only on my own site i never try to put them on these other sites but we are going to fight for our right to the public square brothers and sisters lovers and sinners it's our public square and in the meantime if you need to talk privately we do charge for that because we live in capitalism yeah that's phone sex therapy brothers and sisters and it's a sexual healing it's for your mental health and your physical health for that matter but most of it takes place over the phone a little bit on webcam the number is 213-291-9497 and in the meantime make like bonobos not baboons make love not war make love to someone you love tonight even if that someone is you I love you. I love you too. Need to talk with someone about something you can't talk about with anyone else? You can talk to us. I'm Dr. Susan Block, 
your mistress of the airwaves, but my day job is director of the Dr. Susan Block Institute for the Erotic Arts and Sciences, specializing in sex therapy over the phone. Anytime you need to talk, whether you need serious psychotherapy or a hot phone sex experience or a combination, my world-renowned telephone sex therapists are just a phone call away. Totally private, absolutely confidential. We listen, talk with you, advise you, role-play for you, fantasize with you, no fantasy is too taboo, and help you with anything from impotence to exhibitionism, fears to desires, fetishes to marriages. For more information, call us at 213-291-9497. That's 213-291-9497 anytime you need to talk. You're listening to Radio Suzy One on the World Wide Web.